Geeks. Geeks. Hello, welcome to the 62nd episode of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded right here in this room. I'm your host, Al White. I can't skateboard, I can't yo-yo, and I can't MC, but it's okay. I'm over it. Joining me today for our UK podcast, Tamara Oshida. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good celebration of yourself and for your debut allison holland that's me how you doing i'm well how are you all so allison for people who don't know is uh actually you're on one of our starfish diaries so people can see you on yes. the last one we recorded oh that, yeah you're yeah. in the background no? no she came in no yeah because nate died in the background uh, yeah. so yeah. if you go on youtube disappear. type in starfish stars yeah. um, i kept drinking that bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but Allison, you are part of our team, part of the We Are Test Elite crew Correct. in LA. You are here visiting the UK. Yes. To say hi to your friends. And, and YouTube. Hang yeah. out. Hi, y'all. Do stuff. <laughs> Is that your impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's customary on this podcast when we have a new guest come on for you to say, if you share a few things, three to five things about yourself. So the listeners can get to know who you are, what kind of thing you're into, how racist you are, and well, if they like that or not. We won't get into Number that. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have to? You got some stuff. I see on your phone. You written down. I have some bits. stuff. I wrote down three things. Okay. Number two has t- two parts, so technically. Four. Oh. We can split it into four. Yeah, I think that sounds like four things. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. What's the first thing? So the first thing is just a general, very simple geographical thing. I am from El Paso, Texas, which okay. is a border town, border of Mexico and New Mexico, very western tip of Texas, and I went to film school in Austin. <laughs> We do have trains in El Paso. Exactly. So. Yeah. Is that what Good that was? Was that a train sound? Thank you. What I else see. would that have yeah. been? I know. I thought he was having a little sneezing fit. That's number one. From El Paso, Texas. Yes. So in my European brain, which now you've educated me more now because we've known each other for about a year now. Mm-hmm. nearly. But in my European brain, you hear Texas, you think bad things just because it's kind of whitewashed no pun intended with, with you know <laughs> uh, the death penalty with we're just gonna let Tamara guns run and it's like, and <laughs> guns and like most of it anti-gay and like very yeah. very very right wing you're showing me a different side of texas what is it really like what's el paso like what's you know well el paso is a big city most people don't know that it's about nine hundred thousand people probably okay um most people think it's a little tiny town which it can feel like that when you grow up there because you get into your west side bubble or the east side bubble. Um, west side. But El Paso is... <laughs> Thank you. You, you can go. Yeah. You're welcome. I think I need some food. That's what it is. Uh, food is coming. It yeah, is coming. Great. We did this on, um, on our End of Movies 2016 <laughs> podcast. We ordered a pizza throughout. <laughs> this time we've been smart enough to order before, but the food is going to turn it up during coming. the podcast for sure. You'll hear 10 rows celebrate. Yeah, great. Um, sorry, Ali. Go on. Um, it is... El Paso is predominantly Hispanic. So probably... I don't know the stats, but... 85 to 90% Hispanic. Seriously, 85 to 90%. Most likely. Is that split on the east or west side or is that equal? No, just all over. That's why you. There's probably more on the east side, but it's it's predominantly Hispanic. And people that you wouldn't assume are Hispanic, like myself, (laughs) are have. 50% 50% in them or have something in them. And even if you don't, you know Spanish just from living there. What percentage do you have in you? My... <laughs> food's here already. Food. Oh, my God. All right, you, you keep talking. So, my, yeah. is that why you used to be fluent in Yeah. 
Spanish. Yeah, Mexican. I spoke Spanish better than I spoke English when I was a kid. Is that quite common in El Paso? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was neither of my sisters were that way, and they they honestly they would see doctors because of how bizarre my English was, <laughs> and I my aunt says that I sounded like a Polish refugee raised by Mexican people. There you go. My accent was bizarre, but when I spoke Spanish, it was completely fluent. <laughs> no, just like this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl speaking perfect Spanish, but not being able to speak English. But and, now you've lost but it. But my whole family, yeah, now I've lost it. Ah. But my English is better, which is great. <laughs> That's what you think. I think. Yeah. It's. I mean. Well. It's better than it was. I don't. It's tell not you. great. Like, we don't tell you how you sound. Yeah, you don't point out all of yeah. my no, my flaws. Really. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't pronounce. Couldn't pronounce many things. All right, number but, two, I guess. Yes, number two. I love musicals. Jazz hands. We have that in common, Tanro. Well. Yeah. Okay. I feel, anytime I we get that. anytime yeah. we get in the car, all we do is listen to musicals and sing yeah. along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was supposed to be our secret. <laughs> the whole world knows now. The whole news world. <laughs> Don't you dare close your eyes. Al's favorite part. Welcome back, Al. Welcome back. Welcome food back. is here. Thai food. <laughs> food. We don't. We don't. We don't earn it yet. We haven't earned it yet. I have just informed the world that I love musicals. It's true. You and apparently, I revealed a secret. What's the secret? That every time the two of us are in a car together, all we do is sing musicals. That is oh, just really? not true. <laughs> <laughs> Dad um, All right. What else you got? Um, so my last two are tied together. Okay. Including, actually, my last three. So including musicals. So my first favorite movie was Moulin Rouge, a musical. Okay. Mm. Um, and... So my third one, we'll tie it all together, is that I worked in cosmetics for four years. And part of the reason I love, loved and still love Moulin Rouge and most of Baz Luhrmann's stuff is because the like part of me that loves fashion and makeup and his extravagant style just it is like, extravagant. loves watching that. Yeah. Okay. Extravagant. She loves yeah. it. Loves. <laughs> loves. Yeah. Do you, um, do you see Romeo and Juliet? I did. You prefer Moulin Rouge? I do. Okay. Tamara's a big Moulin Rouge fan. I asked him the other yeah. day, mm-hmm. did he prefer, because he's a big La La Land fan. Mm-hmm. And I asked him which mm-hmm. he preferred. Huh. What did you say, Tamara? I think, what? I think I said La La Land as a film, but as a, yeah, La La Land. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I prefer La La Land, but I would rather sing along to Moulin Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Well, there aren't many songs yeah, in La yeah. La Land. To right. Be fair, there's That's, about, what, six or something? different versions of... Yeah. yeah. There aren't many, yeah. Yeah. It's um, a better film. La La Land's a better film than Moulin Rouge, you think? Yeah. Moulin Rouge is very, like, musical theater yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an orgy of celebration. Very silly. And, and as far as the musical theater movie goes, I think... I still think the West Side Story is the masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, it's just everything looks just perfect. Well, La La Land's not. Yeah, I mean, I've, I know I've got a bunch of friends who are really into you know, musicals and they complain about La La Land, but not, they, they like the film, but they just think the singing and the dancing isn't good enough. But for me, that's kind of what I like about it is that it's more yeah. earnest and human. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking about that more yes. later on. Anything else, Ali? Is that it? That's all I wrote. Thank you for sharing. Yep. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um. So, Tamara, mm-hmm. anything you want to inform? What have you been up to last week? Anything fun? Uh, 
the bad thing is now I cannot remember what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember, um, and I think most of it you're not allowed to share it. Is, uh, I think I'm <laughs> kind of sort of getting back into the London life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we should. this is Alison's yeah. first time in London. Oh, yeah. So we're showing her around some together, some taking in turns. Mm -hmm. how, you, how are you taking to London? Um, well, I just got here two days ago. Jet lag hasn't been so bad, which is great. Um, I'm starting to slowly recognize where I am, okay. which mm. is yeah, the hardest part. Because mm -hmm. I'll hear people, I mean, the two of you have both talked to me when we're walking and saying, this is blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. We ate over there last night. We don't talk like that. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, I mean, it wasn't really looking familiar until today. It kind of started looking familiar. Cool. Yeah, I no, still don't know where places are relative to each other. Except that you have only been to like one area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a yeah. big caveat I gave you. It's like you're in the tourist like center of London right. area. Yeah, Most people yeah. don't spend much time here. Um, but yeah, it's like you were saying, it's because it's not on a grid system, obviously like America. Mm -hmm. And it's a mess of stuff, which is mm -hmm. why I like London so much. Yeah. You know, and a lot of cities in Europe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it takes a long time. Like yeah, the center of London took me years and years and years to get my head around. Like yeah. still get confused. So you're doing good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. All right. All right. Let's start a podcast this week like we do every week with a little segment we like to call Nate's Blowdown. <laughs> That's time we're getting blowy. Thank you, buddy. Um, we have, this is the news. So we're, we're wrapping in. It's still, still the beginning of the year, but we've got some movie news this week. Uh, there's a couple of bits of, how many bits of, no, just one bit of game news, really. Uh, nothing that big, but some things are starting to happen. So we've got six pieces of news. Two of them pretty big. So let's start off with one of them. Number one, the Oscar nominations came out today. Ooh. Uh, full list uh, for the 2017 show, which takes place on February the 26th, just one month away. So we're going to run through a few of these. And what yeah. I want us to do is pick out the film that we think is going to win each of these segments. And then the one that we think should win. Now, I don't mean out of any film that came out last year. I mean from the list that we think should win. Okay? Okay. So the one we'll All be right. rooting for on the night. Um, even though I don't watch the Oscars, but do you watch the Oscars, Sarah? Mm, not really. No. I do check what happened afterwards. I think they've got a little bit more I interesting. Watched, of like years. bits, like the opening and mm. some announcements and uh, right, 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 right. Some shows after those on YouTube. YouTube. I'm, I'm getting hopeful for it. Like they're starting to do more interesting movies. Um, I found in the last two or three years. And I'm interested in what some of them might say. Yeah as the winning speech yeah, because yeah, yeah. would they get political at some point right. or they not yeah that's and true that's been the trend stuff. that's true yeah who's gonna get who's gonna have the music play them off the stage this year yeah <laughs> um so we're gonna do best picture best director best actor best actress best animated feature film and best cinematography okay oh that we don't care about <laughs> <laughs> uh best picture nominations arrival fences hacksaw ridge hell or high water Hidden Figures, which is a film that was at number one for the last three weeks in the US, and me and Tamara had no idea what the fuck it was last Are night. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, oh, what I the really hell is this movie? Um, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Uh, so out of those, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hello High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. What do we think is going to win? I, I haven't seen many of those. Okay. Yeah. But... I I so, haven't seen many either, but I think for me, I would think it would be between Moonlight and La La Land. Yeah, because I, I was at Toronto International Film Festival last year, and that's usually like good mm -hmm. sort of 
uh, good way to find out which ones might win. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are constantly talking about the Moonlight and La La Land. Yeah, yeah. Those right. two are always the the I, movies. I think La La Land's one hundred percent gonna walk away with it this year for sure. I think a lot. I think yeah. the answer to a lot of these is gonna be La La Land in mm-hmm. reality. Um, if the Moonlight does win, though, that's gonna be interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. And more It'll kind be awesome. of yeah. Great choice. Well, it's also could it adds, and yeah, we'll get into this in a second. But it's a film without stars in it, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is it's not a typical yeah winning movie at all. Which is one of the reasons I don't think it's got a chance of winning picture. I think getting nominated, is, you know, yeah, what it w- was destined to be able to do. Um, I'm sadly haven't seen Moonlight yet, but I've just got a hold of my copy, so I'm going to see it um in the next couple of nights. But yeah, I think La La Land, and from what I've seen of those, which is most of them other than Moonlight, I think La La Land should win. To be honest, mm. I think it really deserves it. I do, even though I've got some big problems with it. I think it's yeah a special film. Mm-hmm. Uh, best director we've got Denise Villeneuve for Arrival, Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge, Damien Chazelle for La La Land, Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. So Ali is the only one of us who's seen La La Land and Moonlight. Yes. Directing style. You were saying to me earlier you thought Moonlight was technically better, but you preferred La La Land just for you know for the just enjoyment taste. of it. Yeah. yeah. So do you think directing? I mean, which do you think is more bold, more interesting? More? It's weird to think about because you're working with big stars and people who are not known at all for acting. And mm. the acting in Moonlight is absolutely incredible. It is so good, which is, I that's like my favorite story is hear, hearing, go see this movie. It's all non-actors and it's phenomenal, which mm. is one of the reasons that I love City of God is they just went into a small town and it's all non-actors and they all live there and they're amazing. Um, and I feel the same way about Moonlight. Um, I don't direct. I know very little about directing. So, But thinking about working with somebody who's never acted before versus working with people who know what they're doing. That's true. To get are two very different. That yeah. is very true. And obviously it depends on the person. It depends on the non-actor or actor you're working with to yeah. see mm-hmm. how easy or mm-hmm. Yeah, but allow, to allow you can find people who are just great characters, which I think how yeah, a lot of those films work. But for a director to allow them to be themselves is tough mm-hmm. to create that environment. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the ones I've, I've seen for that, I mean, I actually I think La La Land's a true. Uh, again, even if you hate that film, the passion is all through it. Like the director mm-hmm. puts so much work into that; mm-hmm. it's it's bleeding from every image. Um, I love Denis Villeneuve a lot, but there's not the same amount of just. Yeah, blood, sweat, and tears in it as like in Arrival as La La Land. Does the Oscar take like the kind of balance into their decisions? No. Like not doing too many to one film. No, no, God no. no <laughs> don't no, no, do no. they? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> they get mm. La La Land could win everything this year. It could win like twelve Oscars. Yeah, has it been nominated sure. fourteen times? Fourteen. Fourteen. They yeah. tied yeah. the record with Titanic. And one other movie. It's like All About Eve or something. All About Eve, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I think La La Land's going to walk away with this one as well, to mm. be honest. Mm. The, this is more, Moonlight has more a chance, I think, to win Best Director than Best Picture. Um, then you got Best Actor, Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. Kind of an interesting left field choice. And Denzel Washington for Fences. Washington. Washington. <laughs> uh, Denzel DC Washington. Um, I have a little bit of a problem with Ryan Gosling being on this list, to be honest, because I really think that Ryan Gosling's a brilliant actor. I, honestly, in, L- in La La Land, 
I was about to say LA land. Correct. I think he's perfectly cast for the role, but he just does his thing. Like he doesn't, he's not doing, he's not trying that hard in that film. Like and I the, think. The, the movie doesn't ask him to do it and it's, 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 he's not featured that way in the movie. But he also has like, there's a scene, one of his early scenes, I don't want to get too much into minutia, but there's an early scene with his sister and he's pretty bad in it. Like he's actually a bit clunky. And there's just a few bits like that where I'm just like, he just looks like he's phoning it in, which in the context of everything is fine. But it feels like it's all Emma Stone and the art design and the director and stuff who are like giving it everything. And Ryan Gosling just kind of turned up to this thing and he's good enough naturally that that's enough kind of thing. So I don't really like him being nominated for this film. I think so he's done that way means who do you think? Well, I haven't seen, I'm a huge Andrew Garfield fan. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge yet. So I now really Shame. want to. Um, I don't know. None of those are ones that I would have given a nomination for. Alison? Yeah. All I've seen from that is La La Land. So, I mean, I I think I know the scene you're talking about with Ryan Gosling. Is it when he walks in and she's sitting on Yeah, it's right the at the beginning of the film. He's, she's telling him to unpack and everything. Yeah. Okay, I thought the same thing in that scene. Oh, really? But then he acted, he has the same like weird, quirky qualities throughout the rest of it. So then yeah. I kind of thought it was okay. And I also, he reminds me of one of my very close friends who is that character, is that okay. personality. And so for me, it was charming and funny just because it was somebody that I knew. Okay, okay. But I could just still see Ryan Gosling in it. I'm not like damning yeah. it or anything. It was completely fine for me. I just don't think it was Oscar nominating yeah. quality. I think he's done way better, way better performances like Blue Valentine, Ides of March and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I think Casey Affleck probably... Um, deserves it for this um, but and he, he's been doing great stuff for a long time I think Casey Affleck deserves some some attention <laughs> deafening silence in the room <laughs> <laughs> uh, best actress we've got Isabel Hooper mm. um, I think that's how you say it Hooper for Elle uh, Ruth Negger for Lovin uh, Natalie Portman for Jackie Emma Stone for La La Land and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins uh, Tamara you saw Loving didn't you yeah 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 is Ruth Negger good in it? She's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it surprised me how good she was. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Isabel Hooper, and I really think Natalie Portman looks amazing in Jackie, but that just mm -hmm. came out. We're going to go and see that next couple of days. Yeah. So I haven't had a chance yet. And she probably has a good chance. Like, portraying somebody who's real has... Yeah. yeah, good odds. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I'm actually betting on Natalie Portman for this one, unless they just get into that thing of where they do sometimes of let's just give La La Land everything because we want it mm. to be headlines and you know. Um, but those are all. I mean, those are all for me. Like that's a list of really great actors. Yeah. Whereas the male best actors are a little bit more dodgy to me. Um, like all of those actresses are fantastic. And it's yeah. also for. Emma Stone, like doing a musical is different. Like you're not just acting. You do need to do yeah. the singing and dancing and tap dancing right. and making it convincing and the, the so on and so forth. It's a lot of work. I genuinely want her to win. Like yeah. I really do. I watched that movie more than anything I took away from it was she's giving everything, mm. like everything she's yeah. got to this movie. Yeah. And I think she deserves it. I really do. Um, it might, I don't think she's as good an actress necessarily as some of the other people on that list, but for what they're giving and the performance in that, like, yeah. I thought she deserves it. Um, we've got Best Animated Feature Film. We've got Kubo and the Two Strings, Mona, My Life as a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. So The Red Turtle is 
actually Studio Ghibli movie. Well, it's not animated by them. They no, just, it's not. They just, it's yeah, they're a, not a publisher. What do you call it? Presented a, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They helped yeah, fund yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They do quite a few things with French. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just got it through today. We're really excited. You, you introduced me to that film. Mm. And it looks incredible. Yeah, like, that looks like a film that I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Looks like one of the best films yeah. of last year. But you can't get it with English subtitles right now. But we're trying to figure out how many... How much French is actually in it. Well, it's a shame because it was showing in a cinema like a few days after we were shooting in that cinema in Los Angeles. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, oh, it was. Oh, man. <laughs> That's painful. Um, I've seen Kubo. It's actually really good. Um, really cool animation style mm -hmm. um i haven't seen mona but i know people seem to really like it but to me it's just like good decent disney did it yeah. is lin-manuel miranda either one of the voices or he helped with the music do you don't know, know. Don't know. Hmm. Don't know. i know he had something to do with it i can't i don't know what his role was but he's fantastic i've just read this article today that this year in japan like the movie box office in japan was um the highest in the last uh 10 years really i think no since the uh 2000 is the highest oh, wow in 16 years yeah and for people who don't know how long ago 2000 <laughs> <laughs> and actually that 2017 fuck fuck, <laughs> fuck. math i can't even do math the top five this for forum movies is one Star Wars, then two Zootopia, Finding mm -hmm. Dory, Pet, mm -hmm. and... Uh, Your name's the number one now, isn't it? Oh. The Matt Damon one. Hmm? Matt Damon one. What was it? The, uh, the Matt Damon the, uh, one. Oh, the the Mars. Chasing Amy. <laughs> the Mars one. Oh, uh, the, the Martian. Martian. Martian, yeah. So, like, in the three out of the top five uh, animes. Yeah. Which is which is weird because oh um, was that worldwide? I just saw like in the news that your name has become the highest grossing anime of all time. Yes, your oh. name is number one for the Japanese movies. Oh okay. Then the second is a Shin Gojira. Then the, there's Detective Conan. There's Yokai Watch. Shin then Gojira One Piece. Two. Wow. Okay. So lots of animes were watched in Japan this year, which is like yeah. I'm a bit curious why that is. <laughs> Like, there must be like some anime. kind of reason. Well, not used to. Not that much. Yeah. Not recently. Then. Well, I think it's because it, you're all, you're looking for your new Ghibli and you don't have one. That is a good point. Could be. People yeah, are like trying stuff out. That could be it. Maybe voting with their wallets. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a couple of these films, including the one about to say, but I 100% think Red Turtle should win this from anything <laughs> I've seen of it. But it that's looks... unlikely. No, no, I don't think it will. Yeah. No. I think it, they always vote. It's going to be Zootopia. Yeah. For sure. Zootopia. People loved statement. Zootopia this year. It had yeah an ethical statement, which in my mind was pretty muddled. Um, I thought it, I thought it was completely a fine, enjoyable film, but people went fucking crazy for that movie. <laughs> Holy shit! Tamra looks disgusted. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, Zootopia will win the Oscar. I guarantee. Yeah, guarantee. I think so too. Uh, best cinematography. Then our last section: Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. Silence is another one I'm really excited to see, and okay. I haven't got to. Um, I actually, the cinematography in La La Land I thought was great, but I didn't think it was really cinematography. I thought it was more technical stuff and it was to do with set design and fashion. And But that comes under the umbrella of cinematography. Uh, right? No. They have their own Oscar. Oscar yeah, that's sections. true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Arrival looked beautiful. La La Land looks beautiful. Lion looked beautiful. Silence I haven't seen yet. And Moonlight, I know you've seen. But you're saying, you're saying I mean, Moonlight from the trailers looks fucking great. No, it, yeah. it's amazing. Okay. 
Yeah. But La La Land probably was the most bold <coughs> one out of those. For cinematography. Yeah, I mean, in particular, because I think, and I need to watch it again to be sure about this, but I think every musical number is one take. Like, they're like mm. one shot mm. deals. Right. Um, which is, yeah, that's the yeah. kind of thing where the Oscars are like, hey, yeah. <laughs> and the use Here's of colors was, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was yeah. a, a weird, confused universe of hey, we're in modern times, but we're also in the fifties. <laughs> yeah, which was yeah. interesting decision. Uh, there you go, Oscar nominations. So just a month away, see what's going on with that. But probably just La La Land for everything. <laughs> if you're a betting man, just write that down on one sheet of paper. La 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 La. Here. How uh, many LAs would it have then? Like La La Land. Okay. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> the sequel to the you US. Say I do need food. You do need food. <laughs> the sequel to the US reboot of the Godzilla franchise has a new director. Mm. After Gareth Edwards announced in May 2016 that he wouldn't be helming the follow-up to his 2014 blockbuster, no official word has been announced on who would take his place. But now Mike Doherty has been announced by Legendary Entertainment. He's a horror uh, stalwart who previously directed Trick or Treat and Krampus. Remember Krampus last year? Anybody? No nope. Christmas horror movie. No. Yeah. It had um what's his face? Who's that guy from Oh man. Fuck. <laughs> I gotta look him up. I love him. Yeah? Love his work. He's the best. He's really great. I think Fuck, he's my he's favorite actor. He's, in, he's just in everything and he, I never think he's that great in anything, but he's completely just yep, there he is, does his thing. Fuck, what is it? Oh no, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Adam Scott who was in that. Uh, yeah, all right, fuck it. After all of that. Um, so the film <laughs> is rumored to be titled Godzilla King of the Monsters. And it exists in the same universe as the upcoming Kong Skull Island, which is released on March the 10th. A recent TV spot just tied, uh, sorry, a recent TV spot for Kong Skull, Skull Island just tied it into Gareth Edwards' original Godzilla movie. Um, so it's all a part of the build to Godzilla versus Kong, which comes out in 2020. Mm. Who's, so who's the title <laughs> makes me think that it's not going to be set in meeting rooms, right? Yeah, no, this yeah. won't be like Godzilla. <laughs> this will be this will be the opposite of the Japanese Godzilla film that came out last year, which was fucking bizarre. It really was. <laughs> you with us for that one? No, but y'all told me about it. Oh man, it was crazy. Hey y'all! It is literally just Fuck yeah. Off. It is. It's just about red tape. It's so weird. Fuck y'all! Is <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone excited about uh, Godzilla and King Kong sharing the same universe? I'm trying to marvel it up is what they're trying to do. I don't mm. know what the problem is. You need more monsters. I don't know what else they could bring in. You need at least like you can't just have two. Yeah, three is a good starting. Well, maybe there will be like. Mechagodzilla. Well, yeah, it'll right? be the whole Godzilla. And, yeah, and that, that's Godzilla why I think the Godzilla and, King yeah. of the Monsters is them trying to bring in more. Mm. So then they'll probably bring in tons so they can mash it out in Godzilla vs. Kong. But I think you need another like big temple one that everyone knows. But I don't know if there is another one as big as Godzilla. And what do you think of the last King Kong movie? Well, the last one was Peter Jackson, wasn't it? Mm. I wasn't a fan. But I'm not a big fan of Peter Jackson, to be honest. Mm. Um, I thought it was a bit of a CGI mess, which had some good moments but was largely, like, a bit ridiculous. Hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I'm not... I, yeah, people get upset with me because I'm not a big Peter Jackson fan. Uh, third bit of news, Logan. The upcoming Logan movie won't quite tie into the regular X-Men universe. Hugh Jackman recently revealed in an interview that you have to see the film to understand. But after he announced to Fox that this would be his last time playing Wolverine, he and the director were basically given free reign to do whatever they wanted with the film. 
That is, uh, yeah, that's the R rating and the ability to shake off some of the shackles created by having to keep universe continuity. They reference movies like The Wrestler and Unforgiven. Uh, Logan is released on March the 3rd and it just had its new trailer out. I love the trailers. Oh boy. Yeah. New trailer, new poster. Looks really fucking cool. Yeah. I think this trailer looks better than the last one, to be honest. Um, Have you seen this trailer? I've seen the first one because it came out when I... Oh yeah, we were together. Yeah. So I've just made yes. <laughs> I made you Luck! watch it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm just scared to get too excited because the director's not a great director. He's a decent director, and the bits with the baddies in these trailers make me worry that it's going to be like every other, you know, side comic book movie like Wolverine. 1 Do you know 2. what the budget is like? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, let's look it up. Compared to the last ones he's done. Compared to the X-Men mainstay movies or the last Wolverine movies? The last movies the director's done. Oh, I don't think it's a budget problem. It costs 127 million. Fuck me. That's an expensive <laughs> R-rated Whoa. movie right there. Wow. That's the power of A, Hugh Jackman saying he's going and B, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's why. Look at that poster. Looks oh, man. Fucking great. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I am very excited. I'm just trying not to get too excited because X-Men keeps letting me down a little bit recently. And the kid looks really good as well. Yeah, the kid looks great. Yeah. Well, that's my only worry because it, the kid's X-23 and that's going to like basically set up, uh, no spoilers, but that's basically going to set up the new Wolverine sort of thing. Like a new character is going to take over. Is it going Wolverine. to be like Karate Kid? Maybe. Hmm? I think it's going to be more like Lone Wolf and Cub. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Which yeah, excites me because yeah. that's You love that, don't I you? Do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I base a lot of my screenplays around Love Wolf and Cub. Um, but yeah, I'm just a bit worried because if you're saying it doesn't actually connect exactly with the X-Men universe, then it's kind of like, is this just on its own? And at the end of it, it's not consequential. Or can they actually go on from this? It's interesting that they made that choice because did they do it because they f- felt like they were restrained by the world. That's the, yeah, that's probably what the director and or, Hugh Jackman were saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just too many things you have to think about to yeah. you know that compromise your script i actually think i think it's going to be so subtle probably that it mm. doesn't matter i think this will kind of still exist and it'll be fine and you can watch it as part of the company and but like core fans would go but that's like not, yeah. no 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 they'll find excuses as yeah. well <laughs> i thought okay. i also think wolfie will die in this one i really do no um dark souls 3 and our only game news because i'm a dark souls fan uh, the final part of the Dark Souls 3 DLC has been announced and it's called The Ringed City. The teaser trailer shows new locations, enemies, bosses, a giant lady hugging eggs and it comes out on March 28th. We all do. There's just this sad lady and she's hugging this huge sort of porcelain egg <laughs> and it's massive and you walk up to it and you just touch it and it starts crumbling and then the title comes up. Like, Creepy weird things that you don't understand what's going on. That's Dark Souls. <laughs> We're actually going, oh, I don't know if you know this yet. How many tickets do I have? I might have more tickets, but Tamara might want to come, I'm sure. <laughs> so my number one thing that I watched, which I'm sure I've referenced you before, and me and um, uh, me and Aiden watch it a lot. Aiden? Aiden? Fucking hell, did I say Aiden? <laughs> That's my old Australian friend I used to have when I lived in London. I've reverted to my London life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me and Adrian. Uh, hey, buddy, how you doing? Um, <laughs> is, yeah, the Prepare to Try. It's like uh, a series on IGN of the uk ign crew mm. and they play f- they got a noob to play dark souls basically and, and it was fucking hilarious and it's genuinely one of those things of like even if you don't play video games it's one of the funniest things it was like my favorite tv show of the last couple of years and then they followed it up last year with doing dark souls 3 
and it's just brilliant like just the camaraderie and the stories that they get into and they go crazy they'll play for nine hours straight in some days because they're just trying to get through a bit they've got to get through to keep on their schedule and they're just going fucking insane and then telling stories about you know their failures with dating and the job stuff and depression and like one of their one of the guys first loves like turning him down one night because he said his friend fancied her or something and then later on she jerked off two guys in the park in the same oh night <laughs> And he's still stuck with him like 20 years. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> anyway, it's really good. Whatever you're doing, stop stop listening to this podcast and go watch. <laughs> Prepare to try. But they're actually doing for, there's like a comedy, uh, what do you call it? Comedy, a bunch of comedy shows on in London. Mm-hmm. And they are doing a night called Prepare to Try and you can come and watch them. Um, and I don't know what they're doing if they're just playing a video game and you're watching them because it kind of works because they're trapped in a room and they're best friends and they're talking. So I don't know how you do that on a live stage. But I excitedly bought tickets, so I'll be dragging Sounds some fun. people to sit and watch <laughs> three guys watch, watch people play make a video game. Of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, number five, Terminator reboot. James Cameron regains the rights to the Terminator in 2019, and he's heading up a reboot that may be helmed by Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool. 2019. Wow. Very fucking weird. So yeah, it's it'll take the creator. Of Terminator, 35 years to regain the rights to his property. Uh, okay. These are the horror stories that just mm. terrify Scare me you. when you're making movies. <laughs> yeah. And any contract you're signing, yep. any business deal you're getting into in the industry. Yep. Yep. 35 fucking years. Um, still, disregarding that, the director of Deadpool to direct a reboot of Terminator is bizarre. Like Terminator 1 is a full-on horror mm-hmm. action film, which I'm presuming... Alison's seen because you've seen so many of these movies. <laughs> you seen Terminator? Nope. No Terminators at all. Nope. Wow. 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 Yep. Yeah, but she the first one's a proper. It's a proper horror movie. Did she really. say she should be terminated? <laughs> Tamara. Every, Tamara. Our last listener just turned off. <laughs> just no, come back. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm kind of. I'm just really shocked that I see James Cameron wants Tim Miller. Like, I love Tim Miller. I love Deadpool, but I don't. I don't get that. Like he he makes completely bold, crazy, weird, goofy movies with lots of comedy. What else has he done? Um, I knew you were gonna ask that. Because <laughs> you can't really judge him by one movie. Just one. I can and I will. <laughs> <laughs> Just did it. Uh, Tim Miller has also directed these uh, films, um, Deadpool, and that's it. He did two <laughs> short films. Oh really? And it's actually on IMDb wow. right now of of the Untitled Terminator reboot. Hmm. It's amazing that he got the Deadpool gig then. I think he... I'm trying to remember the story with that. There is a story with that. Like, he was one of those people... Because Marvel really respond to it, and Fox sound like they do too, where they go in and they actually shoot their own scene or whatever, mm-hmm. and they bring in, like, materials and really kind of have a proof of concept thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's traditionally in visual effects. Um, he did some visual effects on Scott Pilgrim and... Um, oh, actually, some video game visual effects as well. Hmm. Anyway... Well, yeah, so Deadpool's all we have to judge him on. So, damn it, Tamro, I will. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't sure. see him doing Terminator. That sounds strange to me. Uh, but I am kind of excited for a Terminator reboot because they've dug that one into the ground and I think there's cool stuff you can still do with Terminator. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> uh, the biggest news of the week, though, by far, of course, was that um, Lucasfilms and Disney announced the name of the new Star Wars movie, Episode Eight. This is obviously in the main saga, not in the side stories like Rogue One and the upcoming Han Solo movie. Uh, this is continuing the Skywalker saga, is what they said in the press release, which is a strange thing to say. 
because that really puts like either it's just like a, someone didn't think about it or it really means skywalker's yeah, central theme still we know luke is going to be more in this one obviously um but what does that mean about ray is she actually going to be his daughter like everyone thinks she is you'd hope that's about that expectation allison's looking at me blankly she hasn't seen a star wars film ever in her life nope, but i auditioned for it <laughs> oh yeah you did didn't you <laughs> oh amazing yep uh, what role fun. did you audition for? For Ray. <laughs> you auditioned for Ray? Yeah, they had an open casting call for the main, for her and the main guy. And my friend. Never knew about this. And they what? had, yeah, the casting director did like just meet and greets around the US. And one of them was in Austin and we were in school. And my friend told me about it. She was like, we should go just for fun. Wow. And we showed up, waited in line for three and a half hours to meet this casting director. While everyone surrounding us was clearly a professional actor with their headshots and resumes and we literally showed up with nothing just our bags and met this woman and she was very nice and she looked at us and looked at me and my friend Lindsay and said are you two sisters and she immediately said we can be and then <laughs> we can be it. whatever you want us to be <laughs> and then we left what did you so have to do do you just read the she, lines we submit you submitted it online oh, okay. as a video so the meet and greet was just something you could add to your video saying hey i was at the meet and greet in austin texas wow during your so sleep does that mean that back then she wasn't necessarily british or like spoken british accent yeah probably which is an interesting thing that is interesting yeah yeah hmm hmm, hmm. well hmm. Oh. sad you didn't get it here you go um <laughs> so yeah the first star wars <laughs> episode eight so it's what's your take on this Al? the last jedi is what it's called um in a red font yeah exactly which uh, to some people means a sith uh, what back. else does it mean well it, just the red lightsaber of darth vader maybe i mean i don't know like it could mean just means evil i think yeah, I exactly, it's yeah. one of those things where you can't tell are they really thinking a lot and it, all this stuff does really mean something to skywalker saga you know the red font or is it just we're reading too much into all this stuff as we tend to do with Star Wars things? Um, but The Last Jedi does have a purposely samurai kind of feel to it, um, which Mark Hamill himself agreed with. Um, he also said people need to stop telling him things because he says he talks in his sleep and he hates keeping secrets. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this one because I'm excited about the director. Um, I'm excited about it doing something different, hopefully not having a Death Star in it. Isn't it know. also kind of like curious to think that it's the second from the last mm -hmm. and it says last. Oh, it, in this new trilogy. Yeah, right? exactly. So the, the, the third one, which is kind of like the finale for this whole thing, mm -hmm. what kind of message would the story want to give? Well, here's... Okay, so if we, let's, if we want to get into this then, in The Force Awakens, minor spoilers for The Force Awakens, but everyone in the world, I think, has seen it. Because mm, yeah. uh, she was just too disappointed. She didn't get to the role. <laughs> she couldn't fucking bear to watch that, it. I can't <laughs> um, It's... Okay, let's just review that for a second. Are there Jedis in it other than Mark? Kylo Ren is not a Jedi. Not, not yet. Uh, Rey shows some Jedi skills, skills but, but she's no. not actually a Jedi yet. So with The Last Jedi... Presumably, in, in the context of Force Awakens, as far as the information we're given, mm -hmm. Luke is the only Last Jedi. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, well, is it just saying it's a story about the Last Jedi, but then he passes on and there's some more Jedis? Is it saying Rey's going to be, you know, the Last Jedi because it means Mark might die then in eight or whatever? And, but are they just going to have one die every episode now? And with the stuff also, with Carrie Fisher, obviously, it makes it like, difficult. The fuck that they're saying that it's more samurai-like? Like, does that mean it's going to be like the last samurai 
I mean, I've, I would hope so, but I, I think people are just reading into that as well. Like, I think Rogue One is the most samurai that we'll get. Yeah. You know, for for a Star Wars film. Um, but also, yeah, some people have tried to point out Jedi is both the singular and the plural of Jedi. Mm-hmm. So if you say the last Jedi, it could mean a group of Jedi. That is true. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know where the word Jedi comes from? No. So samurai movies in Japanese is uh, called periodic dramas. That in Japanese is jidaigeki. Really? Mm. Yes. Is that where he got it from? And Luke just swapped jidai to jedi. Jedi. Ah. I know. I didn't know about that at all. That's good information. Good information, Tamara. Thank you very much. Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. I'd, I'd, if Alex was here, I'd get into the weeds on the last mm-hmm. Jedi because I'm sure he has lots of weird stuff he can throw in from the extended universe and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe they can host next week and talk about it. Um, but I just don't know enough, and I'm just, I just want to see the film. I don't. Really I kind of it. hope that it's gonna be Luke, who is the last Jedi. Yeah. Then maybe Rey's gonna be something different. So. She's got the Jedi quality, but she's not necessarily sort of the full on Jedi. Full on Jedi, because the world is changing. You know, it's. But that's the thing on. is because Rogue One didn't have any Jedi's in. Um, uh, that was a wannabe point. Jedi's. Yeah, but not yeah, actual. Yeah. And that was a big no, thing they yeah, wanted. Yeah. Like Gareth made a big statement always of like there are no Jedi's in this film because yeah. they wanted the first one without yeah. Jedi's. Um, I I, uh, I mean that's what I mean. The problem with this one is just like, I'm with you. But they gotta have Jedi. So, like they gotta have more lightsabery Jedi action yeah. in this because it's the main series. And if you get rid of Mark, it's just gonna feel a bit weird to again spoilers, but get you know get rid of one main central character in the first one from the old old you know Star mm-hmm. Wars world, and in this one I'd be getting rid of two of them because of Carrie Fisher. Personally, I love the idea that Rey's actually Obi Wan. It's actually Obi-Wan. <laughs> uh, actually, Kenobi family. Oh, Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love for her not to just yeah. be Luke's daughter, yeah. which is obviously where it feels it's heading. Yeah. Um, I would love for them to subvert that and do something interesting and weird, but um, like Yoda's kid. Or <laughs> oh, yeah. Like what happened to Yoda? Yeah, I know. Yoda. I think got to bring Yoda back at some point. Or not. Maybe you know, Ray's someone from Yoda's Yoda like daughter. <laughs> he had interracial sex yeah. with a different species. Could happen. Yeah. Star Wars, you just don't know. Yeah. Not much sexy time happening in Star Wars. Really? Yeah. You got it, you just got some, are you some sure incest it's not kissing. Like the Lion King and like you can find some stuff. Well, because you've got <laughs> Han Solo and Leia who technically have Rilo Rilo Ken Ken. Yeah, Rilo Ken. Yeah. Uh but that's that's like off screen in like a thirty year break. No, Kylo. Kylo Ren, yeah. yeah. I was like, no, oh that my doesn't God. Sound right. <laughs> It's very late at night. <laughs> Recording this podcast at eleven twenty. So. Um, yeah, not not much actual. Like, there's not much. There's actually not that much romance, which I kind of find refreshing. Um, but it's also kind of strange. There's more. Yeah. Just, there's more just like friction between characters. And it's kind of amazing that you can tell a good story without love story. Yeah, which is unusual. Hard to do. I yeah. feel it's becoming though a big thing where people want to not define like male or female characters by the other sex. Yeah, which I think is fine. To a degree, mm-hmm. but I think rightly or wrongly, a lot of our lives are defined by the other sex. So that's something we need to deal with in stories. Yeah. Um, all right, that's all the news this week. All right, Ooh. that was it, Tamara. 
so now we're going to move in to well, releases. Power Rangers came as well. Right? Yeah, the Power Rangers. Trailer. You want to talk about the Power Rangers the new trailer? trailer. <laughs> you want to talk about that? All right, go, go for it, buddy. It looks better than the first one, I think. Is that what you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I have no clue. I saw better. the first trailer. I haven't trailer. seen it. No, oh. seen, have you watched the second Power no. trailer and you haven't watched the fucking second <laughs> Logan trailer? I watched I'm the first Power It reveals okay. more stuff. Okay. Uh, it looks a little bit more cool. Okay. I kind of liked it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go see Power Rangers? Not in cinema, maybe. <laughs> have you gone to see Triple X yet? Three? No. <laughs> I think last week I you said to. that's the movie you I wanted know. to see this week. Yeah, I have to go. More than Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got monster trucks. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to move into a little Chris Pratt. Give us some money. Ooh. Releases. We're dealing with UK and US releases since we're based in the UK right now. Um, but it's not much still. Uh, on Thursday the 26th in the UK, uh, we get a re-release of Ghost in the Shell, the original anime from 94, I want to say. Yeah, there are posters everywhere. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. They're really trying to yeah, double down on the live action movie coming out. Yeah, but like you can just get a DVD or like watch it on I know. Line, Probably right? Netflix. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's rare in the UK to get to see anime on the big screen. That is so I think true. it gets people excited. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Ghost in Shell is still a great film. I watched it, rewatched it recently. Um, it's, it's. I still, I don't think it's. I still controversially don't think it's the best in the series of films that there is on Ghost in Shell, but it's a great film. Um, and the animation's mostly still good, but it looks a little aged in some places. Uh, Friday twenty seventh. These films come out in the US. We've got Gold, uh, directed by Stephen Gagan. Uh, who did Syriana and is doing the upcoming The Division game which is based on the Ubisoft uh, video game it stars Matthew McConaughey Edgar Marie, Marie Ramirez and Bryce Dallas Howard I like to just read out the synopsis on IMDb for these which sometimes is fun uh, Kenny Wells a prospector desperate for a lucky break teams up with a similarly eager geologist and sets off on a journey to find gold in the uncharted jungle of Indonesia I haven't I haven't watched the trailer for this yet. I haven't either. Um, it sounds like National Treasure to me, but I don't think that's <laughs> what it is. But with Matthew McConaughey. I've not been interested in this movie and then just reading now. I was like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil colon, the final chapter comes out in the US this week. Uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson again, who's back. Uh, he directed the first one and produced and wrote a lot of the sequels. Where's Anderson? Yeah, the bad. This is the Paul, the bad Paul Anderson, <laughs> who did Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, Event Horizon. Uh, the good Paul Anderson, obviously, is probably the greatest filmmaker in America. Uh, stars Mila Jovovich, Ruby Rose, and Ali Lata. Picking up immediately after the events of Resident Evil Retribution, Alice is the only survivor of what was meant to be humanity's final stand against the undead. Now she must return to where the nightmare began, the hive in Raccoon City, where the Umbrella Corporation is, is gathering its forces for a final strike against the only remaining survivors of the apocalypse. <sighs> Sounds like all the other <laughs> movies in the series. This is a six one. Still going. I don't know how the fuck these films are still coming out. I think they make more money than the video games at this point. Um, and yeah this is definitely I think the last one considering Paul is actually back still starring his wife Mila Jovovich um, have you seen any Resident Evil films either nope. of you two not interested <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Japanese video game Tam Rose Stick interested to, to hear Ruby Rose what oh Ruby Rose yeah who is she she is an Australian actress that everyone suddenly developed 
major girl crushes on when she was on Orange is the New Black. Oh, oh that one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also the new face of a big makeup brand. Thank you for mentioning. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard of her until everyone all of a sudden. Now she's everywhere. Now she is. It. Well, <laughs> everywhere as in, in the sixth resident. <laughs> um, I'm actually in the middle of, I listen to this podcast called Now Playing and they do whole like franchise uh, walkthroughs which i kind of enjoy and they're doing the resident evil ones right now so i'm listening to them and the problem is when you listen to people just talking about a franchise a series of movies it makes you want to watch the fuck it doesn't matter how bad they are you just <laughs> want to rewatch these movies and i've actually seen all of them but the last resident evil 5 i didn't see they're not good movies i think the third one's actually a good movie but the rest are not good movies um bastards is coming out in the u.s directed by lawrence share who was i think this is his first directing film but he's the dp of hangover one two and three i love you man and garden state Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, and it stars J.K. Simmons, Owen Wilson, Glenn Close, Ed Helms. Upon learning that their mother has been lying to them for years about their allegedly deceased father, two fraternal twin brothers hit the road in order to find him. Hmm. Sounds like a hangover movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, in the UK, we have Sing, which I said earlier to Ali. I feel like I'm surprised she hasn't seen it in the US because this looks like an Ali film to me. <laughs> Uh, directed by Christophe Lordelet and Garth Jennings, because no animated film can be directed by one person. Stars Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, Scarlett Johansson, John C. Riley, and other people. In a city of humanoid animals, a hustling theatre impresario's attempt to save his theatre with a singing competition becomes grander than he anticipates, even as its finalists find that their lives will never be the same. <laughs> That's a sentence. Drama. Um, wow. This movie did really well in the US. Uh, it looks surreal to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I watched the the trailer and it looks yeah. weird. Yeah, we had a trailer yeah. for Rogue One when we saw it in America, and I was I remember just going, yeah, they is did. that a movie? Yeah. I didn't know that. What yeah. is that? <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. interested in it because it looks different. There's posters um, of it everywhere. Yeah, here and in LA. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I would I would go and see it. Hacksaw Ridge finally hits the UK, directed by Mel Gibson, starring Andrew Garfield, Sam Worthington. World War II American Army medic Desmond T. Doss, who served during the Battle of Okinawa, refuses to kill people and becomes the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor without firing a shot. That's the the whole story (laughs) from the sounds of it. Um, I've been anti this film just because it's Mel Gibson and he's a crazy motherfucker um, who I don't really want to give money. But I then saw the trailer the other day and I was like, this actually looks kind of cool. And I love Andrew Garfield so much. say your boyfriend's in it. Yep. Love my life. My grandpa has seen this and raved about it. Oh, really? When we were going to see La La Land, I went to see it with him and he just kept talking about this film. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. but it's also my grandfather from Texas. So. Well, Alex and Bethany, they, and I think Adrian, but definitely Alex and Bethany went to see it um, with a Q&A with like, the director and all the oh, actors. Really? Andrew was there and stuff. Wow. I was very jealous. I would just throw myself at the stage. <laughs> um, and they liked it. They had a couple of like weird there's some like very weird over the top bits in it or whatever but mm. they thought it was a good movie uh most importantly t2 train spotting comes out in the uk directed by danny boyle again starring ewan mcgregor robert carlisle ewan bremner johnny lee miller kelly mcdonald all the cast from all the cast. back everybody's back here's what it says on imdb are you ready here's a synopsis a continuation of the train spotting saga reuniting the original characters <laughs> Is that it? Confirmed. That's all this is. No on way. That's hilarious. How the fuck they let that happen? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> more of the same. 
<laughs> uh, so I just actually read a couple of reviews last night because um, the first ones are just sneaking out right now. And it looks positive. Some, it's definitely, they're saying it's like a huge hug of, of nostalgia. Um, some are kind of saying it's too much of a hug of nostalgia because mm-hmm. it's definitely the original train spotting is fierce, young, brave, mm-hmm. you know, dangerous. This is way more middle aged. Yeah. But they're middle aged now, the characters, yeah. so maybe it fits. Um, I'm crazy excited about this. I'm so excited that we are doing our Danny Boyle retrospective. So here's a good chance for us to pimp that a little bit. Yes. Yep. Uh, we have a bunch of series of, of uh, retrospective franchise podcasts that go up. Uh, so if you subscribe to this, uh, Podcast Geeks, then you'll get them as well. Friday the 13th is running right now. It goes up every Monday and every Friday. As soon as that finishes, it moves into A Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the entire series, and we talk through them all. But at the same time, we're going to be chucking in another one. Oh my God, there's so much going and on. And you don't have to wait. So, so train spotting. if you're listening to America, T2, and it's not Terminator 2, which was also called T2. <laughs> or Tanro 2. Or t- Tanro 2. We don't need another Tanro 2. Two take Tanro. Train, uh, yes. <laughs> train spotting 2 comes out in America March, I want to say the 17th, but around about then, mid-March. Oh, so I guess we're here first. So, yeah, it's out here way before. Right. Mm. Um, so what we're going to do, yeah, we're rewatching every film that Danny Ball has ever made cinematic film he's actually made i've I discovered like three tv movies so we're not watching the olympics we're not doing the olympic games oh. his opening ceremony <laughs> no. we're not doing frankenstein because he directed Can a theater piece that was then filmed okay um and we're not doing there's like two or three films that i've actually ordered because i've never seen them and i'm interested but there were two tv movies he did after directing the beach hmm. he TV went back movie. to tv because apparently he felt like cinema wasn't working for him but he directed three movies in two years Jeez. Fucking wow insane. Um, but anyway, we're going to do all the ones that went to cinema. So that's 11 movies, I think, including Trainspotting 2, I think. 11 or 12 movies. Starting with Charlotte Grave, working all the way through uh, The Beach, Lifeless Ordinary, Slumdog Millionaire, um, Sunshine, 28 Days Later. Uh, 127 Hours. 127 Hours. Um, Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. Millions, uh, Trance. And then, yeah, we're going to end with Trainspotting 2. And we're going to do that in the lead up. So you're going to get two of those a week as well. I think, or I might do them one a week. We'll see. But I'll announce in this podcast. I've just opened the IMDb page to check what he's directed. And it says also um, on the top news two hours ago, Daisy Ridley to star in spy movie, A Woman of No Importance for Paramount. Hmm. Also, it says Oscars, Pixar shut out of a, a animated feature category, which is true. Well, what did they do this year? The Mona. No, that's yeah. not Pixar. Moana? 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 Yeah, Moana. No, they didn't do Pixar. They, did, they didn't do Moana. That was just Disney, wasn't it? Well, that's that's the headline for the uh, news. Pixar. Well, Moana's got a nomination. Um, hang on. What did Pixar do this year? Oh, well, they did um, Finding Dory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Finding Dory. Ah, okay, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which is an interesting point. Which I thought I was thought a better film than Zootopia. We should probably bring it up. There you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, cool. I saw um, Sausage Party the other night um, because Tom on the movie podcast said the ending is insane, so I had to watch it. <laughs> That's a bad movie, um, but it is quite funny, but it's also n- just annoyingly immature, like so ridiculously immature. They can't, right? they can't get through one sentence without saying fuck. Um, it's crazy, but it has some good highlights in it. Um, but what's my point? Yeah, no, there's one bit which is it's just like, it just rubs you the wrong way. There's a bit where there's a car with a bumper sticker on it and it just says Dixar. Oh. It's like, really? You're going to fucking, oh. you're going to make a jab at Pixar because you think you're that good with your first fucking CGI And why movie? not Pixar? That's much better. 
<laughs> very good, Tamara. Very good. Um, anyway, I'm crazy excited for Train Spotting 2. It's the first time in my life that I got a movie coming out just like 20 years ago was when I went to see Train Spotting. Yeah, don't get too excited. Oh, man. Come on. It's going to be so. But I'm excited, like, just the nostalgia of it. Like, the same sort of music, mm-hmm. the same, yeah. like, team, the same feel. Like, there's nothing. I haven't had that in my life yet where you've lived for that long. And something that was that because transporting oh, really? was so integral to my life as a teenager so integral like the soundtrack the film like everything about it was a huge huge deal if you were my age when it came out which was like 15 16. Mm-hmm. um so like to come to it now you can now get your calculator out and you know work out how it is <laughs> yeah it's hard it's hard to work out holding um yeah so like i've never i have just haven't lived it's just like just to have been in that perfect place at the perfect time and then 20 years later basically revisit it all nothing's done that for me yet so i'm actually feeling kind of strange and excited and scared mm. um mm. so yeah more about that it's very strong in accent isn't it it was it's one thing i really remember very heavy Scottish accent. very heavy like i needed to have subtitles read the sub- yeah i did really? <laughs> yeah 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 that's interesting i can't thought of that yeah we'll see how ali does with the scottish accent Video games that are coming out this week, not a lot, but some big ones. Uh, we got, <laughs> this is one of my favorite titles of all time for a video game. Um, so there's a series called Kingdom Hearts, which I'm guessing you two might not have heard of. It's uh, done by Square Enix. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they take the Final Fantasy characters and they team them up with Disney characters. Ooh. So you get like Goofy running along with Cloud. Running oh, like, right. It's this very weird, like Western, Eastern hodgepodge of stuff. Um, and some people absolutely love it. It's like a real cult favorite France series. And they haven't done a mainstay game in ages. And there's one kind of like up. Lego the movie. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, yeah, it kind of plays like like a video game in terms of just mm-hmm. like, hey, let's just check. Like, every, sorry, not like a video game. That's what I mean. Like a team up thing of just mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's bring in a team up. Yeah. Um, but they've been doing it for a long time, but they haven't made a proper game in ages. This isn't a proper game. This is this weird mix of bits. And this is what they called it. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. <laughs> Japan. Thank you so much. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> That's coming to PS4 only. Uh, we have Yakuza 0 is finally coming to the West. That's going to PS4 only as well. Oh, really? Uh, Yakuza is pretty... That's, that's huge in Japan. Yeah, they're great games. I mean, they're not called Yakuza in Japan, obviously, but... What are they called in Japan? Ryugakotoku, uh, I think. Bless you. Like the dragon. <laughs> Like the dragon. Like the dragon. I didn't know a dragon called Yuga. <laughs> oh, is that what it means? Yeah. Like the dragon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, here they're just called Yakuza. And we tend to get them like three years later than you get them. <laughs> so we're, we're all way behind. Uh, Tales of Berseria comes to PS4 and PC. The big game of the week, of course, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, coming out the same week as the movie in the US. Xbox One, PS4, PC, and PlayStation VR. So this is the first full <laughs> game like main, you know, triple A title that you can play in PSVR. It's what the kitchens. It's basically, yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kitchen is actually, you watch the kitchen video, you know, like the video cameras taping mm-hmm. you, you watch that in the game. Kind of um. Um, uh, yeah, the demo's great. People have been getting very excited about this. The first reviews have come through. It's getting around about eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, a, it's apparently a good return to form. So uh, you talked about, you were saying like you ordered two of the games yes i did because i'm so i'm excited to do <laughs> a proper game in psvr and yeah. we want more spookies but i'm also aware one i don't know if i can take that level of spooky yep <laughs> for that long and two i just don't want to be in vr for that long yeah as well so i bought the xbox version 
and the PSVR version. Yeah. So like I might gradually eke through the PSVR version, but maybe I'll play the Xbox version so I know what's coming. So it's slightly uh, less scary. That's scary. cheating. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We have it here. We could try it later. Um, that's all the games that came out um, this week. Uh, Blu-ray, North American releases, Tuesday 24th. This week came out USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage with Nicolas Cage. Uh, Inferno, the latest Tom Hanks one in the... What are they, what are they called, those movies? Dante. No, blah, blah. <laughs> Some, something co- fuck what the hell are those movies called what are you talking about Inferno the last one was oh the Angels uh, and Demons Angels and the Demons and, the, and uh, the, the Da Vinci Code the, the, yeah, the, yeah yeah the last one well the latest one that Sherlock season 4 comes out both in the US and the UK uh, Erased is meant to come out which is a great anime show uh, but I can't find it on Amazon but it's meant to come out this week on Blu-ray um, and The Monster which is the newest film from the director of The Strangers um, I watched this uh, mm. a couple of weeks ago. Um, I recommend it. Mm. It's a good movie. Um, it's not a brilliant movie, but it's a good, solid, just simple, proper monster movie. Sherlock season four is coming out already. Yeah, that seems Soon as it's really done, it comes quick. Out. Yeah, that's wow. how they do. That's how the BBC like it. Wow. Uh, UK Blu-ray releases: you've got Captain Fantastic, The Magnificent Seven, and Blair Witch. So, out of the movies coming out, um, which one do you guys want to go see? We had Gold, mm. Resident Evil, Final Chapter, Bastard, Sing, Hacksaw Ridge, and Train Spotting 2. Triple X. Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% Train Spotting 2. Yeah, it's obviously. got to be Train Spotting I want to see yeah. Sing and Train Spotting 2. Okay. Would you, if I hadn't been like bashing you over the head with Train Spotting 2, though, you No, I love you and McGregor. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, thank you. You're the whole graduate. <laughs> games. Oh, really? Is, yeah. Actually, I think we've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, he yeah. went and spoke at school, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so games has got to be Resident Evil 7. I don't know what else. Like, Unless you guys want to play Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter <laughs> Prologue so much. Mm, I'd love to try playing the Yakuza, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have you never played one? No. If they could, they're pretty yeah. cool. I like them. Yeah. We get them, I think, I think we get them edited, actually. Yeah, I bet. a little bit because you yeah. do some... You go in like you go in places with girls. I can't remember the Japanese names. I don't know what you're talking about. I I have no idea. So like, we don't do stuff. that in Japan. Like, like, <laughs> it's not that of, kind of country. Like, like it's all about zen and like tea rooms, <laughs> and it's very sort of calm and peaceful. You do upskirt pictures. <laughs> no one <wears> shoes. Everyone's <laughs> comfy. <sighs> okay. Um, and with the Blu-rays, I would say to pick up. I would say the monster actually because I think it needs a bit of love. Um, mm-hmm. Did you watch Sherlock, Tamara? Do you recommend season four? Yep. Still strong. Still very strong. And uh, the one new character, she's so good. Oh, really? So good. Okay, cool. Great performance. Good to know. Um, So those are the releases. Now we just got the box office. And then we can all go eat some Thai food. What did you order? I got some pad thai and I got some side dishes. What did you get? You got the drunkard noodles, didn't you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, drunk drunk and but drunk yeah. yeah, they're already. I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> what are you eating, Holly? I am eating chicken green curry. Oh, tasty. Yes. What's I hope so. Did you get some coconut rice with that or anything? Mm-hmm. Now you got steamed rice, huh? Did I? Yeah. Oh, That's shit. what I said on the menu. Oh, oh I don't know. Yeah. Either one. There you go. There's coconut in the green sauce. It'll be okay. Don't I'll survive. Don't worry. And don't worry about if me. you are feeling hungry because we are talking about Thai food, then you can just go and order. Yeah, there you go. Just go to Deliveroo. Yeah, <laughs> last, I think last in London, time. Deliveroo in 
The well, States, I, see, I don't know. <laughs> the States is Postmates. Delivery is, but we were discussing yeah, this on again on the movie favorite. podcast when we were trying to get po- uh, pizza. And we actually encouraged people not to do delivery because we had some problems <laughs> with them that night. <laughs> Tell you what, this night, come for a dream. Yeah, it came from yeah. quick. It was very quick. Nice little website. You can see the pictures of the food. Yep. I tried Uber Eats as well. Yeah. Which was fun because you can see exactly where the food is. Uh, and you go, oh, uh, you're doing the detour. Bite. And it's going. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, why I like Kunum in LA. With LA Bite is my favorite because, yeah, you can see them where they're going. And it's actually, it's it's small. It's a small selection. They don't have everything, mm. which I kind of mm. like. It's just like yeah. the better restaurants, which yeah. I've, I prefer than waiting through too many fucking restaurants. In mm-hmm. London, there's so much takeaway. Oh, yes. All right. So this is the take box away office. Takeaway or takeouts? Take- oh, uh, well. <sighs> Well, that's the good thing about Deliveroo, because that's what I was saying to Ali and Katie when you know, like coming over here is England doesn't really, traditionally, England doesn't do takeout much. It's mm. like if you do takeout, you're a takeout restaurant. Like good restaurants don't allow you to box up and take out. No. Unlike America, where you box up any, you can box yeah, up in a Michelin yeah. restaurant in yeah. America. Try doing that here and they will kick you out. The door. <laughs> um, but Deliveroo has opened that door more. To they will go and yeah. pick up from a real restaurant. So some of the restaurants have started to be well. Okay, we'll do some mm-hmm. takeout like that because it's more control, I think, for them. Well, my point was, uh, you say takeout. Oh, and sorry. You say takeaway. We it's the say same to go. word. Oh, to go. Yeah, yeah that's that was yeah. to go. with the first time when I studied abroad. They all told us it's going to be called takeaway. Don't say to go. They won't know what yeah, you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. To go where? To go. Yeah. yeah. A to-go menu. Yeah. Everyone loves something. take this to-go? Yep. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, America. Box office in the US from January 20th to the 22nd. Last week, we didn't do our predictions, Tamara. Oh, yes. So we're going to do it this week. Yeah. Number 20, Silence. Still hanging in there. Number 19, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. 18, Fences. 17, 20th Century Women. I'm excited about this movie. We're going to a Q&A director thing next week. Uh, 16, Live by Night. 15, Underworld, colon, Blood Wars. You don't want to call them Blood Wars, whatever happens. Number 14, Lion. 13, Passengers. 12, Mona. Is that how you say it? Mona? Mona, or is it Moana? Is there an A in there? Yeah. But you there's must- an A in Moan as well. Yeah, it's yeah, Hawaiian, But right? the but name Hawaiian, Mona so. is traditionally spelled M-O-N-A, I think. So but because it's Hawaiian, I keep thinking maybe it's Moana. Moana? It might be Moana. Maybe. Mm. Who knows? I don't know. Not even Disney. They don't, <laughs> number, <laughs> they don't say it in the trailer. <laughs> number 11, The Founder. Number 10, The Bye Bye Man. Number 9, Sleepless. Number 8, Patriot's Day. Number 7, Monster Trucks. Number 6, Rogue One, colon, A Star Wars Story. Number 5, La La Land. And here we go. Number 4, Sing. Number 3, Hidden Figures. Couldn't quite do it. It's US numbers over here. Uh, number 2, this is why. Triple X, colon, The Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> Told you. Trampling all over <laughs> Hidden Figures. And number 1 this week. M. Night Shyamalama Dinglong is back <laughs> with Split. <laughs> Can you fucking believe it? That man's got another number one wow. movie. God bless him. $40 million it's made That's in its crazy. first week. That is a good opening weekend. Uh, after the visit and this, I think Hollywood's going to forgive him again and let him do stuff. Because <laughs> he was in the doghouse for a long time. I, I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan um, fan up until... Uh, the end of Lady in the Water, and then yeah, he's, I, I, well, actually, I was, I was actually quite like the happening, but I didn't like Last Airbender, didn't like After Earth, and the yeah, visit was okay. But people really fucking have hated him for a while, so I'm glad like he's he's doing making it back. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I think he's a nice guy. 
Tamra's looking up something. What's happening? <laughs> he is looking it's up. It's different from what I've got on the movie meter. Is that? This is official box office mojo numbers for the weekend. Oh, uh, that's right. It's a box office and not movie meter. That's oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah. This is a box office. office. Yeah. Um, so, with the movies that are coming out in the US this week, where do they go? Where do they go? Where do they go? There they are. Um, so we have a little bit of uh, Gold, Resident Evil, Bastards. They're the big three. How do we think those top three is going to look next week? At the moment, it is Hidden Figures, then Triple X, and then Split. Ishida, what do you reckon? Top three. Yeah. How? What's Because I three feel like it's possible that the La La Land will go up. Oh, really? But, yeah, because, you mean of, because of the nominations. Because of the nominations. Mm, that's true. But since it's number five it's unlikely that it will get back into go three. up to top three that's Particularly unlikely with Sander Cage yeah probably not <laughs> um, that shit locked down tight triple x will probably go down mm -hmm, for sure <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that 20 million is open weekend though god bless them that's a tough one i don't know it's i'm finding it really hard to tell because bastards i hadn't heard of but that's the kind of movie that could just fucking hit number yeah. one or two gold like that's a wild card Matthew McConaughey tends to do well yep um, and then Resident Evil Final Chapter it's horror and it's a franchise it's going to be in the top five for sure yeah I, I think it's going to be top three for sure but then what does that mean for Split like I think I think Triple is going to drop completely out I think Hidden Figures it got 15 million last week um, so I think that's got to be on the way out because it's been at number one for too long too many people mm -hmm. have seen it Hidden mm -hmm. Figures has to be dropping out of the top three for me I think Split will move down but it'll still hang in the top three I'm going to say, oh, fuck. I'm actually going to, oh, shit. Gold, I just can't tell. That could go either way. I'm going to say Bastards at number one. I'm going to say Split at number two and Resident Evil at number three. Okay, Alison? I think Gold will be in there. Just because of McConaughey. Yeah, no, you could be right. I just can't tell. With that yeah. Movie. I also, I haven't seen trailers for any of them Tough. you gotta make your so decision <laughs> trying from to the decide just you have. based on titles and people go on what do you think give your rundown you can't just say gold's one, gonna two, be three. in it you gotta say um, like one two three well i had never heard of split i'm okay that's the one with um oh, i keep forgetting his name <laughs> tamara help me out buddy what the lead actor in split i don't know he plays oh, young good. xavier in the x-men movies uh, McAvoy yeah James McAvoy. Oh, okay, James. Ah. oh yes it's yeah. one with James McAvoy okay playing the split personalities oh and he's yeah kidnapped those girls okay um I'll say split will stay at number one and then I think bastards and then gold okay I say split as number one Resident Evil as number two and triple x as number three yeah. reason being you love i Diesel. think people <laughs> are in the mood for something violent and scary i mean like the poster x. is him riding and a motorcycle like on a wave <laughs> destroying things kind of feel good movies yep is what you want to go see that'll be two, that'll be two horror movies in the top three if, if, if it's just possible yeah it is definitely possible it does reflect the certain things. We'll be back next week to see how wrong or right we are <laughs> and how inconsequential that is. <laughs> um, oh my God. It's been a sleepy podcast. Um, so, Ali, yes. do you do social medias? Um, Instagram and okay. Facebook. Okay. But 
Instagram. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, what's your Instagram handle? Do you, do you feel like letting people come and look at your pictures sure. and check out your life? They're not very exciting, but go for it. It is <laughs> Ali Sue. <laughs> A-L-L-Y-S-U-E. Great. Thank you That's very much. Me. Sam Rowe, where can people molest you digitally? Tanroshida, 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 T N R O H I S H I D A. Three, three of them. Faster. Any three of them? Tanroshida, Tanroshida, Tanroshida. The tongue twister. Um, and I'm Mr. Al White on all the social medias. Uh, you can, and if you want to play video games, Mr. Al White on Xbox. Um, you can check out, please, our website. We're a production company run out of LA, run out of London, run out of Tokyo, and we make movies. We just finished making our first feature film, which Woo! we're currently here in London. Doing some post work on um, getting it ready, hopefully, for festival deadlines. Starfish. Now, uh, we will be doing a Starfish Diaries at some point soon to catch up oh, yeah. on all the things uh, that's going on with that. So, mm-hmm. for that, just go to wearetessellate.com. Two S's, two L's. And you can link out to all the social medias. You can link out to our YouTube. Um, but honestly, if what would help us out is subscribe to this podcast. Type in We Are Geeks. We Are Geeks in iTunes and we'll pop straight up. And you'll get all the other stuff we're talking about. You'll get all the movie retrospectives. You'll get a special cast where we cover like E3 and festivals. Um, and this weekly show, we appreciate your support. If you could rate it as well, that'd be great. Thank you very much. I'm ready for Typhoon now. <laughs> oh my God. Die! I know. And we're out. Oh my God. Geeks! <laughs> Geeks! <laughs>